Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. We're talking football with Bengal Jim and friends. We're talking football. We hope this never ends. Jimmy James and Tom are back for more. Like Joey B. We're here for season four with Bengal guests and stories not heard before. There's Tony, Mark, and Jamie, as well as our charity. Hootay Nation, join in from far and wide. Every Tuesday night, the guys are back at it live. By the fans, for the fans from day one, it's time to have some fun. We're talking football. With Bengal Jim and friends, we're talking football. We hope this never ends. The Bengal boys stop by to drop the speed. Don't get your popcorn ready and take a seat. Season four will and with the Lombardy. Good evening, everybody. There it is. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Talking Football with Bengal Jam and Friends. And no, the season is not over. It's tough right now. We got to get back on track here quickly, or it will be. But uh, plenty of time to, sh- to write to ship here, guys. But man, it's been a that was an awful day uh, Sunday uh, down in Nashville, James. Yeah, it was, uh, well, pregame was a lot of fun. Friday night was a lot of fun. Saturday was a lot of fun. Sunday about uh, one Eastern, about one fifteen Eastern, things went uh, went downhill. So yeah, we'll we'll recap that recap that tonight as well as the uh, the fun Sunday and everybody that joined us. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just sad because if you watch last week's episode, I had a really nice view behind me, and now I have my kitchen counter with my pot there. So. <laughs> Literally like a, a visual representation of how the Bengals are playing right now from one week to this week. <laughs> and making his and grand entrance. Well, welcome back. Chaperone. That's second week in a row. During the song, I get kicked off. <laughs> That's how we were just talking about, hey, season's not over, man, but they got to write the shit, man. So uh, Nashville was tough. Tailgate was awesome, but, man, the game was uh, brutal, man. So – um, hell, guys, hey, as you're watching right now, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, uh, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about what we got to do to right the ship here uh, and get back on track, guys. We got to get a win. This is probably one of the biggest must-win games uh, in recent history here in Cincinnati coming up in Arizona. But make put your comments in there. We'll try to get to as many of them as we can. Uh, we do have a special guest coming up here shortly that hasn't logged in yet. We'll have her probably on here in a little bit. But, Tom, your thoughts about Sunday, bro? Let's get it kicked off here and talk about the game. Um, it, it was as bad as, as a performance all around. Um, you know, I was thinking about the show toward the end of the game, trying to think about some positives. You know, Brad Robbins finally showed up the punt, and maybe that's just because he had so much practice during the game. Uh, you know, he should have perfected his craft. Um, I, I've not seen our defense look that bad, and I don't even think they got out schemed. They just played that horribly. Um, my, my, my ultimate thought is this. There had not, and Jimmy, now you and I talked about this. We talked to this with a couple members of the media during the summer uh, when they were a little bit off the record, and they agreed, though. There has not been a Cincinnati Bengals team put together better entering a season than this one. This is a team geared to go to and win the Super Bowl. And it's not happening. It's not happening a lot because we got a quarterback playing, let's say, at 70%. 
uh, you know, and, and he, when he's one of the elites, when he's at his best and he's healthy, he can cover up a lot of deficiencies on both sides of the ball. Uh, but he's not there right now. And we'll get into a lot of the reasons why. Uh, the one thing I will say about this, everybody who's saying, you know, bench Joe, Joe's the problem. Got to rest Joe, get him to 100%. I didn't see Joe Burrow miss one tackle last week. I didn't watch Joe Burrow against one of the weakest offensive lines in the NFL not get pressure on Ryan Tannehill. Um, I actually thought our coverage was was pretty good, but it, it was a bad performance uh, all around. Uh, I think offensively they got to look at themselves and the problems and how they're they're boxed in to what they're calling and adjust more whether that be to run the ball or, God, just to keep the defense honest, throw it deep a few times a game, and I think they can. So, yeah, they've got a lot of soul-searching to do, and the Cardinals aren't as bad as everybody thinks because the worst team in the NFL from the middle of last year up until Sunday was the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Yeah, true story, true story. Before we get to some of the – we're going to dig a little bit more of the game here, and we're talking about how we fix some of this stuff and how we get ready for Sunday, but – uh, tonight, Tony and Mark's not going to be with us tonight, uh, not able to make it with us. So uh, we'll see them next week, and we'll we'll see uh, Tony in uh, Arizona this weekend as well. So just wanted to talk about Tony and Mark not being on with us tonight. So, guys, let me, let me – With Tony not being here, we still will have the duck race for the uh, Joe Burrow jersey for the Alzheimer's Association. Anne-Marie will be joining us. So excited. Um, $2,000 raised for uh, Alzheimer's and those that um, – Purchase the duck. We'll do that uh, about 40 tonight, a little bit later in the um, show. We do have Tony's totals, so we'll talk about that. And um, charity will move forward. And another, what, $2,700 raised. Um, yeah, Sunday. unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, so we do have our special guest in the room, I think, Jamie. Um, so, Tom, I tell you what, kick this off because the special guest is going to solve all the Bengal problems tonight. She's going she's gonna to tell us exactly – what we need to do to get back on track. We're going to put, we're going to put a little pressure on her here, but uh, Tom, go ahead and uh, introduce our guest, please. A young up and comer for Cincinnati media, who I think Bengal fans are going to uh, appreciate for years to come. She works very hard, very knowledgeable, big fan, and also very professional as a sportscaster coming up. Haven Wolf, we got to uh, meet her last year when she gained national fame after having her wisdom teeth pulled. Uh, commenting on her loyalty towards Joe Burrow and the team. But uh, we thank her very much for making time for us tonight. And let's welcome in Haven Wolf. Well, geez, you guys. That was like the nicest introduction ever. Uh, that's, that's why Tom's on here. He's He does heck of an intro. And yeah, that was right here. We give, him, we give him that honor. So nice job, Tom. And welcome. They called me nice in the pre-production meeting. You should have heard what that was being called this afternoon, but that's okay. <laughs> So go ahead, Tom, get us kicked off. Well, you're suffering with the rest of us. You're frustrated like the rest of us. I'll give you the first thought that everybody seems to have. The guys whose jersey you're wearing, do we rest him and heal him up, or do we keep playing him at 70 75%, hope he doesn't get hurt worse, and he can find that burrow magic and get us out of it at 70 75%. Um, honestly, I feel like the time to rush Joe Burrow has kind of passed. If that was what they wanted to do, we probably need to start that out a little bit earlier in the season, considering we're already one in three. Uh, Joe Burrow is the franchise quarterback. I mean, we just signed him to the biggest deal. And well, I say we, they just signed him to the biggest deal in NFL history. Um, he's going to be here for a long time. And the fact that they haven't put Browning in at this point is an indication to me that they don't have faith in our QB2. Um, but honestly, at this point, just teach him to hand off to Mixon because that's the only production we've seen at all. Um, but no, I think I think Joe absolutely is going to turn around, hopefully this week. Um, but yeah, we just he just needs more time, need a little bit more faith. Do you think overall the team, you know, one thing about Zach Taylor, even his first couple of years when things were so bad, they played hard for him, and I, I don't think that they have not played hard the last couple of weeks. They've just played really, really poorly coming out of the gate. Do you think uh, both sides of the ball 
you know, we can turn it around or is it that dire? Is it time to scrap it? And, you know, all the national media, they have 3% of winning the division, 11% chance of getting to the playoffs. I mean, is it time just to raise the white flag? And <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I think one thing that's important to remember is we are assuming we win this weekend, which knock on wood, um, not going to jinx it, of course. Assuming we win this weekend, we're in the same exact position we were this time last season. The only difference is we'll have two divisional losses and the losses aren't going to be as good. So you guys remember last season, uh, season opener against the Steelers, Joe Burrow was sacked, what, six times through two interceptions, one of them being a pick six. Like it was an awful game to watch on both sides, uh, but at least we were getting things done. Like they put points on the board. We went into overtime. They made it an actual game. Uh, and that's not what we're seeing this year. Actually, I saw something earlier today and it said, uh, compared to last season, we had like a three point deficit with our losses. In this season, we have a 45 point deficit uh, when it comes to our losses. So if they can wake up, get things moving this weekend, we will be in the same position. We do have an easier schedule coming up before the bye week. There's plenty of time to turn it around, but they have to turn it around like now. <laughs> James? Haven, we appreciate you uh, coming on. It's been, what, a year since the uh, the infamous um, video. Looking at the, the defensive side of the ball, it, it seems like the middle's been open man, every, um, every game. Maybe that has been the most disappointing. As um, I think Tom, I don't know if you heard in the intro or Jimmy said, you know, Joe Burrow's not playing on defense, missing the tackles, giving up the yards. So I think despite the offensive struggles that we see, you know, preseason's over, we can't blame it on that anymore. What's been your biggest disappointment on the defensive side of the ball? Um, honestly, I'm not <laughs> at the defense at all. I know last week they missed 12 tackles, but one thing you have to keep in mind is that our offense has no production. And so when you're giving the defense – four snaps to rest, three downs, one punt. They don't have time to, you know, recollect themselves. They're playing a significant amount of the game because our offense is not producing anything. So um, especially, you know, we had a great game against the Rams. A lot of great things happening on that game. Every, um, you know, logged, logged a lot of sacks. Like they, they're doing a good job, but we're putting too much weight on their shoulders because they're being expected to play the entire game. I think if they played a normal amount um, or at least significantly less compared to other teams, they would be uh, probably ranked higher, would be doing better. We'd have lower points scored on us, et cetera. Jimmy? No, I mean, you know, looking for – wasn't a whole lot of bright spots this week. We were down in Nashville. It was 200 degrees, 700% humidity. It was brutal. Um, but I agree with you, Haven. I mean, I, I, I think – there are a lot of missed tackles, but I don't think the offense helped out the defense at all. I mean, there was no pressure uh, from our offense put on their defense at all, and it was all put on our defense. And for the first time, they really didn't come through. But I, I, can't, I really can't blame this. I think this is the, the defensive performance was an aberration at the end of the day uh, because they've been pr- playing pretty damn solid. Um, you, you can't be out in the field that damn long. They just they just can't, um, especially in that heat. <laughs> it was brutal down there. So, I mean – I'm going to get back to Joe Burrow just for a second because I think we talked about this pre-production. Um, what the Bengals are saying right now is, in, you know, obviously Joe Burrow's strength is extending plays, reading defenses. He's not able to extend those plays because he's st- sitting in that pocket almost like a statue almost. So, But I, I know, the you know, Coach Taylor kind of shocked me a little bit when I asked the question about uh, about Joe Burrow, right? I'm like, he was surprised by the question. He's obviously not scrambling or – eluding the rush and extending plays and getting out of the pocket like he would if he was 100% healthy. So um, I, I I don't know, man. I'm just concerned. A 50% Joe Burrow is better than 100% Jake Browning is what it, what it sounds like to me. And there's not even 32 good NFL quarterbacks in the league, let alone backups. James was talking earlier. Uh, James, what was uh, – uh, Gardner Minshew came in and, and, and played a hell of a game. But – the Bengals are in a tough situation right now. They have to figure this out defensively in all their aspects, play calling, coaching, top-notch uh, game plans uh, to get through these next couple of weeks to, to get to the bye week, right, Haven? I mean, just to – they got to buy – they got to win these next two games somehow, some way to get to the bye week, give Burrow another, uh, you know, a week there at the bye week <laughs> to get ready for post-bye week play. 
Absolutely. And it's one of those things I know offensive line has taken a lot of heat uh, lately because, you know, some people are associating the problems with Joe Burrow and they're kind of passing that onto the O-line. If you look at what our offensive line did last season compared to this season, it's significantly better. I mean, in the first three games last season, they were sacked 15 times. In the first three games this season, they were sacked five times or Joe Burrow was sacked five times. Like they're making significant improvements. The issue is Joe is not moving the same way. Like what you just said, he's not dropping out of the pocket. Now, I mean, it'd be amazing if we had, I think our own line is good. It's very middle to above average as far as NFL comparisons, but we don't have an O-line like Jalen Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts can stand back there and make a sandwich. He has all the time in the world to get whatever he needs done. Uh, Joe Burrow doesn't have that, but he has plenty of time to drop out of the pocket, to move around, and we're just not seeing him move. And uh, I, I don't know whether or not it's related to his calf injury, to something else going on. Like, I don't know what's causing the hesitation, but it's pretty obvious. On that note, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing, I don't know, James and Jimmy were down in Nashville. Uh, Jamie is always monitoring the game from Canada. Uh, but all teams, I think, with him not moving in the pocket, are blitzing up the middle a lot. They're still occasionally sending from the edge, but are blitzing. And when that pocket starts to deteriorate up the middle, he doesn't step up. He doesn't step back. He doesn't look to scramble. He just chucks it. I think that's hurting his complete completion percentage, and it's a big reason why he doesn't have the time to throw deep. Well, last game against Titans, he threw, uh, let's see, it was 30 attempts, 20 completions, and under 170 yards. I mean, yeah. we just uh, – exactly what you okay. said. Whenever the pressure came, he just threw it and usually missed. Um, <laughs> the, the, the problem with that is – I, I understand. Well, I assume that Joe Burrow is a little bit worried about getting sacked because he does have a calf injury. Um, he obviously has had knee issues in the past. Like he is at risk for injury or for aggravating, you know, an already existing injury. But at the same time, when he doesn't move, when the pressure comes, when he doesn't scramble out of the pocket, he's just getting sacked anyway. So it would be, you know, a little bit better maybe if when we felt that pressure come, we moved instead of standing still, because if you stay there, you're going to get hit. Yep. Hey, but I, I appreciate your time coming on the show. I have a, a non-football related question. So being, being a year removed from the viral video um, <laughs> all over, what what's looking back on that now, what's the weirdest or the craziest thing that happened from, from when that was posted, when it was going crazy? Uh, I think probably being on the Kay Adams show on Up and Adams, that was one of those things where it's like I knew that I wanted to be a sports reporter. I wanted to be someone like Kay Adams. And so to have their team reach out and have me be on the show just because I got my wisdom teeth removed was uh, pretty insane. But, yeah, it, it was cool to be able to talk to someone that's doing exactly what I want to do. And it's one of those things, especially as a woman in the sports field, I loved being able to interact with Kay Adams because if I can see her do it, I know that I can too. If that was the craziest, though, it's not as good as, you know, being on with us last year, right? No, absolutely. No, I, that part was already assumed. So yeah. I think we wouldn't Top three for that. sure. Like, Top three for sure. I didn't want anyone to think this interview was scripted or anything. <laughs> um. coming, um, coming from the sports media f- um, field as well, Haven, again, we appreciate you coming on. And for other young reporters, especially female, that want to get in the uh, the field, what would your word of advice be? I know when college, it was all about internships way back 50 years ago when I was doing that, just getting that experience, whether it was volunteering or just, Hey, give me a spot. Let me get, uh, let me get my name out there. Let me get that practice. What's your word of advice for the young females that want to get into a, a, a tough field like sports? That's probably, uh, yeah, I couldn't even talk today. Predominantly male dominated. Honestly, it just feels so cool that you're asking me that question. Um, no, I would just say get your reps in. So I was talking about this with someone earlier. Uh, a lot of what I did initially when I was trying to learn how to use the camera, how to talk in front of it, how to write scripts, uh, it's just about doing it and actually, you know, like making the news packages and talking about sports. So like one of the things I did was I reached out to NKU baseball and I made little previews for our NKU baseball team and they would put them on the NKU baseball 
Twitter page and no one watched and no one cared, but I got to practice <laughs> and having all of that practice and being able to put my reps in has really helped me to, you know, move along in my career. Nice. So David, let's share with everybody right now. I, you know, you've got all the fans out there that are, there's going to be fans of different camp, right? Season's over uh, or, you know, but at the end of the day, talk about, we're one and three, guys. We're, we're, the season's not over now. If we keep playing like we're like we played this past Sunday, the season will be over soon. I don't expect that to happen. So, give us your thoughts. They turn this thing around. How do they do it? And, and how do you see how do you see them uh, coming out of this week's game going into Arizona? Well, I will say I think the Bengals kind of like being in that underdog position. We have been for the past several seasons. I think all of this is just part of the plot. You know, they're just keeping things interesting. Uh, but realistically, I think we can pull off a win this season. If we go into the bye week three and three, it's really no sweat. The only issue that I really see is we've wasted, if you will, wasted some of our losses on our easier team. So left on our schedule, we still have the Eagles, 49ers, Chiefs, uh, our division rivals. Like we've got a lot ahead of us. Uh, but if they can find the energy before the bye, get a little bit of rest, Hopefully we can go on a streak like we did last year. <laughs> I'm with you. Mm-hmm. All right, Haven, we appreciate you um, coming on. I think, um, you know, seeing you at the one tailgate um, that we've had at home this year and a lot uh, last year, be sure to um, stop by and say, I know a lot of people uh, would look forward to uh, meeting you in person. And uh, let's see what we got. Phoenix, Arizona this week, and then we're home before the bye against Seattle. So stop on by. Say hi. We appreciate you taking the time out of your um, schedule tonight to join us and um, keep up the uh, great work at NKU. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, man. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, let's keep let's keep talking about the game, guys. I mean, all right. Um, I, I'm gonna jump in here. So um, I'm I'm the Rasboro camp. Okay, you you guys know that already. We talked about that when I was down there in in Cincinnati. Um, I like what Lance McAllister wrote today. I was reading his stuff on Facebook. He makes a great point. If the Bengals think a 50% Burrow is better than Jake Browning, then then we didn't do the proper job getting a backup quarterback. I like A.J. McCarron coming in. A.J. McCarron's not playing this week, guys. And and I know the fan base is saying put A.J. McCarron in. The guy hasn't played NFL snap for how many years now? You got Jake Browning. He's been in the system for a few years now. You, you made him the backup quarterback. You got to put him in. And then Zach Taylor won me over. We can go back and watch the first few episodes of the show. I was not high on Zach Taylor. He won me over. It's going to take a lot to lose me, but when he comes out in the press conference and acts shocked that people are asking him why we're still playing Joe Burrow, not only why are we playing, playing Joe Burrow right now, why is Joe Burrow playing we're down 27-3? to three? Like it just doesn't make any sense, I, and I know the I know the fan base is completely split on this, but you literally just handed a guy a, guy a guaranteed contract. If he's not playing, a, okay, no one's playing one hundred percent NFL, right? Everyone's got something. So let's just say ninety percent. He's not anywhere near ninety percent. You guys know this. He hasn't can't throw a ball over fifteen yards. The calf's his right foot that he plants to put all the pressure on to throw the ball. You watch the next-gen stats after the game. It's all chunk plays, handoffs. It's – you got to sit, Burrow. I'm sorry, yeah. but you my have biggest, to sit, Burrow. My biggest season, concern, I, I don't disagree with anything you're, you're saying, Jamie. I think you got to look big picture whether – I don't think this season is over at all. I mean, we're, we're four games in, a lot of football left. My biggest concern is looking down the road. I'm not a doctor. I don't want to see any further damage. Agree. He's not at a hundred percent, whether he's 50, 60, 70, 80, 90%. We will never know as, as fans, those inside the locker room know where he's at. But my biggest concern as a fan is that there's no long-term damage from keep running them out here week after week. Yeah. I, I'll tell you guys that game, um, Halftime, miserable first half. So I'm like, we've seen Bengals have a bad half and come out second half and just kill it, right? The biggest gut punch over a 10-minute drive by the Titans to start the second half. Uh, that, I, that Very rarely do you see someone come out and go over 10 minutes on a drive to start the second half. That was just, after that drive, game over. Uh, that's really when the game was over. 
And the only other thing I would say um, is, look, man, I think Zach tends to want to throw the ball. Our identity should be Joe Burrow throwing the damn ball. But, man, we were running the ball pretty well uh, with Mixon. And I just felt we probably abandoned the run a little sooner than probably what I would have wanted to there. But when you get down that that deficit, man, uh, I thought Mixon was having a hell of a game uh, early in that game, and we just went away from that. But that 10-minute drive in the second half, second half was just miserable. That was awful. It's, <laughs> it's also interesting, like, to talk – you know, reading the comments online, people talking, like, no one seems to know who's calling the shots. Like, is, is this Joe Burrow saying, no, I want to play, and they're listening to him? Is this Mike Brown saying, play him? We put all the, we pay all his money, play him at all costs. Is it Zach Taylor making the call? There's so many like what if scenarios here. But if it's Joe Burrow insisting on playing, what happens if he goes out there and gets an injury? Like what happens if this lingers longer than it's supposed to take? I think if we lose again this week, guys, I'm sorry. I hate that. I'm not going to say season's over. We lose this week, season's likely over. <laughs> okay. You got to send him after this week. If he play, if we lose this week and he keeps playing, it's literally the definition of insanity. And God forbid for this fan base, if we keep rolling him out there when we're one and four and he's not a hundred percent and he gets hurt, um, season five will be a very interesting show. Let's just put it that way. Right? Um, um, you're the head coach. Is <laughs> Joe Burrow playing? What are you doing with Joe Burrow? Well, it's pretty clear that he's playing Sunday, but. But to go back to – and Jamie made a lot oh, of good – Not not if he's playing Sunday. What would you do if you were the coach? I'd play him. It, it, uh, look, elaborate. I, keep going. Yeah. We're still, we're so still think, it, 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 it starts with Jamie's first point. It's great, and I I don't know if I, I said this before or after we were on the air when we were doing uh, pre-production. You know, this team was built – I thought management did a fantastic job putting this team together this year. Did they miss a spot? And we all have said it since draft night. Backup quarterback was a concern. And for all the nice talk that, you know, we've got confidence in these guys. You got confidence in these guys. You don't sign A.J. McCarron, who looked better in his XFL season than Trevor Simeon or Jake Browning in the preseason. We had a problem at backup. When Joe Burrow is out there, 70% 70% at best limited is being told not to scramble. Not there was a, there was a, a moment in the Rams game where it opened up in front of him and he could have run for a first down. And he even took a step, I think out of instinct and then stopped, looked yeah. at pass, ended up throwing an incompletion, but you know, so he's, he's limited. I, I think it's, it's more of an indictment of what's behind him. Doesn't give us a chance to win even against the Cardinals and, I think we all knew that the whole preseason was the one thing everybody was clamoring for. Uh, after the injury, he had six weeks to heal. He, he wasn't 100% going in against Cleveland. He tweaked it at the end of the game, you know, against the Ravens. Is he getting better? God, I hope so. Because we know, you know, we know how good Joe Burrow is. This is the injury affecting him and the play calling due to the injury affecting him. Agreed. So. You know, do we have to win? We got to win Sunday or to go further than Jamie. We're not going to the playoffs. It would it would take a minute. We're not going to rip off 10 wins in a row. We're not going to go two and a half months undefeated like we did last year. It just won't happen. This this might be an unpopular opinion, but I I honestly think the A.J. McCarron signings, a, a, a breadcrumb to the fans, a smokescreen signing, I think so personally. You got to remember we're down – Greer left. We're down a quarterback two days before the game. Simeon says he's not coming back. You got to call – you got to get somebody. I just you want to get an angry fan base at you. You, yeah, you bring – yeah, that's my opinion. Well, I, I don't know. I don't – and I just – It's popular opinion. Respect. I, I like A.J. McCarron. It'd be cool to see him play, but – Yeah. I, it's it's insane. insane. It's insane if he plays over, over Browning. Like, right. I, I agree with you. I, I, I would say knowing the Browns uh, – the Brown family and the organization – they're not doing it, hiring a getting a backup quarterback to appease the fan base, uh, in my no, opinion. I, I, backup quarterback, practice squad, third string quarterback. Gotcha. He's never going to see the field. The other points made there, though, uh, that Jim brought up, I don't think Mike Brown is forcing him in. 
at all. I think I think just the opposite. I think that the day of, of the uh, the magnificent cart ride uh, that will go down in Bangalore forever, uh, from what I understand and what was said at the time, that was a we're into you for the long haul. We're paying this money for Joe Burrow to do what Joe Burrow can do. If you can't do it, if you're jeopardizing your health at all, don't play. We don't need heroes. I need I need my quarterback. So I, I don't blame Mike Brown for this. Now, this I will blame Zach Taylor for. When it's 27-3, actually when it was probably 23, looking like we did, sometimes you've got to protect the player and or the legend as competitive as he is. And the winner that he is, you got to protect the guy for himself. Mm-hmm. And so, Joe, give me your helmet. You know, give, give the trainer your helmet. You're not getting your helmet back. You know, unless Jake Browning gets hurt and you go into handoff. But, you know, he, he should not have been out there at the game, uh, at the end of the game. That was that was foolish. I have, I understand him wanting to try to get some rhythm going. I understand all of it. was not the time to do it. It was not the time to do it. That I do blame Zach Taylor for. Uh, there's some tweaking of the offense that needs to be done, but I, I think if, if you're going to blame Zach Taylor for anything at the end of the game, it was allowing Joe Burrow to get in there and put himself at more risk. Because yeah, he actually took, he took a couple hits. <laughs> yeah. We're just, we're just such a good team. It just sucks that one piece, not 100%, it has us at one of three. That's I mean, that's well, the concern. We, we've part. got guys underperforming. The defense yep. was awful. True. True. The defense was awful. The front seven was awful. The, yep. the missed tackles, the inability to get to the court after what we did to the Rams Monday night, the inability to get to the quarterback on Sunday with that offensive line and what they've given up. You know, that was you know, guys I love Jermaine Pratt. He missed he missed more tackles, I think, Sunday than he has in the last three years combined. He yeah. had you mentioned you mentioned Jermaine Pratt. That was a, a hot name that came up on, on Sports Talk Radio today. If you remember last year, before he signed the, the offseason contract, he was clamoring, "Hey, I want to. I'm a third, three down linebacker. I want to be out there on, on all three downs." And I think we t- signed him to a team friendly deal. However, the exposure, maybe playing him on three downs, or what he's put out in the field this year hasn't been what we saw from Jermaine Pratt the last two years. And, and definitely one of the many things on, on defense that's, that's causing us to, um, causing us to struggle. I think if you, you know, you look at the O line, there's holes, but there's going to be holes on every team. You're going to have to mask them, cover them up. You can't have Pro Bowl widely, wide, uh, Pro Bowl players at every position. So it's, it's been a bad start looking ahead to, to Arizona this week. I mean, heck, everybody thought they're tanking. You know, they, they sit Kyler Murray. I think they just, Extended Kyler Murray's whatever pup list, whatever the heck he's on, um, again. So he's not playing. They get a, a guy, a third string guy out of Cleveland that's, that started every week. Um, you know, who was it that they beat? They, they had the Giants on the ropes and then beat the Cowboys. Beat the, Cow- beat the Cowboys, crushed the Cowboys. Uh, in, in defense of Kyler Murray, the new Call of Duty just came out season five. So it's probably why they extended him. <laughs> hey, Tom. Let's talk about, I mean, why the season is not over. There's still a pretty good chunk of fan base. Season's over. They keep playing like this, yes. 1970. Tom, what happened? The Bengals started out one and six. The whole town, every media outlet, there wasn't social media back then, but one and six. Everybody wrote them off. They went on uh, Virgil Carter. had been around long enough to learn the offense that Bill Walsh had tinkered and set up for him, and the Bengals went on a – seven seven game rip and it would they weren't just barely winning games either they they started blowing people out um and then unfortunately they ran into johnny unitas on a colts team that that went on to win the super bowl but you know can it be i mean like i said look at i don't think what happened last year is going to happen again that they're going to they're going to run 10 straight like they did last year rare (laughs) yeah that 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 doesn't happen But, but also you know last two years we've been one of the elite teams in the league and the talent is there to be that. You know, what needs to be rebooted, we'll see. But, you know, you've got to beat the Cardinals. You know, the, the best way to calm everybody down from being one and three is to go two and three. Yep. That's to beat the Cardinals. You've still got a long way to go, but beat the Cardinals. Haven said Haven Haven made a good point, right? I mean, I know we talked about it on social media a little bit. If the Bengals win this week, we're two and three. 
we were two and three at this point last year as well. So two again, and three last week, but or last year, but you're two and three with the Sea Hags coming in. They had eleven sacks last night. Yep, eleven. Drew Locke Lock came in and looked like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frank Frank Pollock, you know, better bring his lunch pail to to teach those guys, you know, up the middle and around the edges how to protect Joe Burrow, you know, when the Sea Hags come in, but. But she's also right there too. But we got to go two and three before we can get to three and three. So let's get out there um, to Arizona. I'm very worried about uh, you and James. Hundred degree heat out there. I mean, you know, you guys barely survived the heat in Nashville. No, 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 no. We survived. Jimmy was fine. Tony a little bit struggled by us. Craig, Craig, we iced him down after the game. <laughs> Literally, an I, ice. I got a text from you Saturday after setup that said you were not in, in good shape. Yeah, because were, I need a beer. That's why. You were, you I was in need of a, of a shower and a very cold beer in your bed. No, we. Uh, well, I, I was already in the in the dumps because Syracuse played much like the Bengals on uh, on, on Sunday against Clemson, so that set the mood. But you know, it was fine. We um, we rallied, went to Broadway, had some. Beers. Brandon was there, and Tony and Carrie, and all was good. And I, I hit my curfew. I had a ten thirty curfew Saturday night. Was I what? My alarm went off at five thirty. Jimmy's and, and Craig's was super early. I think we were at the lot by six a.m. getting set up on on Sunday. So all was uh, all was good. You, you have bed check. You have bed check on the road. You have bed check. Yes, we I mean, do. I have that at home. I had a self-imposed bed check. You don't yeah. even have that is at home. Craig, is Craig okay? Yeah, he's he like literally he's not lying. Everybody, he literally. <laughs> if you see a picture of Craig right now, he looks. I don't know. You ever see that that the uh, the Family Guy when Stewie got just burnt, fried? <laughs> he is that red right now. Uh, that's why we we should bring him on. But uh, I'm concerned uh, about you guys, man. Uh, EKGs. Tony's not like here. Like, what the hell is going on? And this and this was all happening, and they have bed check. God, imagine if, imagine bed check if, at home. He's texting me at one a.m. in the morning. With stuff. Imagine if we would have won the game. You guys would have been dead. Uh. <laughs> okay, hold on, guys. I gotta. I, I see this comment a couple times here. Not football related, but Jamie, the Canadian wildfires under control yet? We're tired of smelling smoke in Ohio. I think the wire. I think that's. The, I think Michigan passed uh, recreational marijuana laws. I think that might be what you're smelling right now because I, I think the wildfires are are, are done in Canada. Oh my gosh! Sorry, I had to. I saw that pop up a few times. I just wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> and of course, Jamie's fault. Jamie's. <laughs> you know, the only game we've won, you've been in attendance, Jamie. That is. A, that, uh, that is. It wasn't a pretty win, but it it was well, a win. It was a. Uh, it was a win. Um, that last comment. That last comment, James. We're all speculating. We don't know what's being said. Is it Joe Burr? Like Jamie. Jamie made a great point earlier. We we really don't know what. Not that they should be telling us, right? But at the end of the day, it would be, is it Joe saying, I want to play? Is it, uh, I don't, we don't know. Nobody knows. We can all speculate, uh, you know, on Burrow's situation. If he's mandating he's playing or, um, or, or what? So let's, uh, let's talk about Arizona, um, tailgate. Uh, again, we appreciate everybody that, uh, came out to Nashville. Probably, I would say the biggest away tailgate, um, that we've done in a, in a while. Just, Packed that lot, a um, lot of great stuff. We appreciate um, Donato's all the work that that Craig did with the um, with the beverages. Um, Big Burrow was there. Kick with CMA. DJ Trub came down after DJing in, in Columbus on on Saturday oh. night, and um, the charity um, that we'll talk about. Uh, Tony's not here, but uh, twenty seven hundred dollars raised. Bengal bids came. A lot of people were excited to. Um, get some of those cool autograph jerseys, but just a, a fun, fun time. And, and we're doing it all again this weekend. I, Craig alluded to this before the season started that us as fans are going to need to buy as much as the team seven weeks in. And, and uh, I, I would agree, especially after what we experienced uh, last week, the average temperature going into Phoenix this weekend is 101 Friday. 100 Saturday and 99 degrees uh, Sunday. So 
stay cool. Um, I just posted in the um, in the chat the, the tickets for the Arizona tailgates. If you have not purchased them yet, we are literally right across the street from the stadium. We have an exciting DJ, a jumbotron that's going to be there, food trucks, um, beverages of all sorts, and some other surprises. So if you're uh, you're going to be in Arizona. We'd love for you to uh, stop by, like you said, right across the street from the stadium. The the ticket link is in the chat. If you're not going or if you want to share that with other Bengals fans, please feel free to um, to do so. And Jamie's leaving, showing us his costume. Oh, I got I to gotta change the hat. This I, like The Goodbury hat's awesome, but I think it's made of wool. I am dying <laughs> over here. Man. Can you I imagine that hair? Oh, I am dripping sweat wearing this hat. I can't figure it out. Uh, I took uh, do not just, complain about Joe's hat. You can no. Make- it's a great hat. Thank you to Joe for giving me the hat at the tailgate. Joe, no, hold on, Joe. We're gonna. This is gonna be a clip. We're gonna send to Joe. Joe, no, it's a wicked hat. hat. It's a wicked hat. I'm actually, I'm wearing it around here up in Canada. You got the no Canadian version one. That's the yeah. extra heavy on. duty one. I'm wearing this around up here in Canada where no one knows what the hell this means. But no, Joe. Joe's People Joe's from Buffalo, man. It's cold as hell in Buffalo. It's, it's hey, all. Yeah. Craig says you need an EKG. I probably do. <laughs> If this team loses this weekend, like, hook me up. Uh, <laughs> I had to see that. No offense to Joe Goodbury. I was, was going to wait till the conclusion tonight, but but since we're, you know, Jamie's being picked on a little bit, uh, I, I think we all need to step back because we won't be on the air till next Tuesday. Can we all wish Jamie a happy thank, uh, Thanksgiving? Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. This week, I, 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 I keep it in. We don't share Thanksgiving weekend with you guys. Yeah, Normal people do it. Normal people do like it. I feel like it's Canadian Thanksgiving every three or four months. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, your kids go back to school in July. I mean, we our kids stay off till September, like real, you know. All right. Yes time. Charity time. Tony's uh Tony's not here. We're done talking about Canadian Thanksgivings. We're we are giving thanks to our, our generous fans for um all their donation and um we had the opportunity to do a, a duck race. Um, if you guys remember, what, two years ago, Jamie and Tom were on the stage cutting off my uh, mullet. I think it was $10,000 that uh, first year that we raised for the Alzheimer's Association. And um, ever since then, Anne-Marie and the great folks at the Alzheimer's Association have been back and a, an integral part of um, the charity stuff every year. So um, before the up game. I can't remember what the game is. Tony's not here, but we do um, have a Joe Burrow jersey that we're going to give away. Um, $2,000 raised because of everybody's generosity. And let's bring uh, Anne-Marie on to talk about that. Hello, Anne-Marie. How are you doing tonight? What's Good. Up? How are you guys? Good to well, see you. We're making, fun of, you. Uh, we're making fun of Jamie tonight. Would you, anything you'd like to pile on in that uh, regard tonight, Anne-Marie? Um, I don't take your hat off again because I'm not sure what was going on up there, but it was unproductive. So yes. let's just Good leave job, it. Uh, nice to see you, Emily. I know it's nice to see. I was good and, to see you, Emily. I will tell you, you 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 felt bad because at the home opener you gave me a hug and you got makeup on my white jersey and you felt bad, but I I want to reassure you, I poured hot sauce on it like Emily. four times during the game and ketchup. So it, it didn't matter. Ask James. I got him. Yeah, yeah. um, I, I had to wash my shoes after. Yeah, he's a little, <laughs> little, little messy. But um, what's new, Emory, and the um, big walk coming up on Saturday, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I can't believe it's Saturday already. Yes. We have over 3,000 people ready to walk to end Alzheimer's on Saturday. We're looking at raising about a million dollars. So, you guys are adding to that. We cannot thank you enough for that. You guys, I think you guys are over almost 26,000 for the last couple of years together. So thank you for all that you guys do. It's amazing. And I, re- I just saw pictures of your mullet um, being cut off um, the other yesterday and I was cracking up. Like, I can't believe that's how it all started. And how it all started. Many I know. Ago. Hey, so and, yeah. hey, Anne-Marie, look, we really, this is our third, third or fourth year, third year, I think uh, working with you, but you know, Tony, we, me, James, Tony, we put together this spreadsheet. Tony put together a spreadsheet this year, and every week we have a different charity we're working on. And every one of us had a charity that was kind of near and dear to our heart. You know why we wanted to put it on the spreadsheet that Tony was putting together for us. 
this is a charity uh, three years ago that James kind of brought to the table. This is something that was important to James. You want to talk about that a little bit and, and we can get into a little bit further discussion with Anne-Marie. You want me to talk? Okay. Yeah, yep. sure. It was, um, I think many of you know, my mom has Alzheimer's and diagnosed six, seven um, years ago, still um, fighting it. I said, hard-headed old Italian lady, nothing's, uh, nothing's going to kill her. God bless her. But um, she's, she's fighting along, but it is a, a terrible disease really with, with no cure. It's just something, you know, everybody asks, and I appreciate everybody that asks, Hey, how's your mom doing? And the term I use is existing because um, it's been about five years. She doesn't recognize any of our family members and it's, it's tough. Um, you know, she's there, but you know, she doesn't know me for the man on the moon. She, you know, the, the, Talking has subsided over the last three or four years, and it just—it's terrible. And just seeing somebody go downhill, and it just—you know—it's hard. But you know, we appreciate the hard work that that Anne Marie does, and and great charities um, like hers. Because you know, being here in Indy, you, you hear some of the um, the drug treatments that a lot of the companies are are working on to, you know, if not reverse it, slow it down or stop it or not make it any worse, and. You know, that's where the, these donations, this funding goes to, you know, to that research to, to help in, in that regard. And, you know, regardless of, of the disease that, you know, someone's being affected by, you know, they're tough. They're, um, but this is just a slow, debilitating one. And just to see somebody fail like that is, is tough. And Anne-Marie's in the same boat. Her, her mom went through the same thing. And, and, you know, it's you deal with it the best you can. You're just, on the other hand, you're thankful that she's in a safe facility that's equipped to, to handle her and, and take care of her. And that's, you know, that's the best you can wish for, you know, the hands are dealt and you just make the best out of it. So we appreciate the, the research that's going into funding to try to slow down the, the terrible disease and, and not make it worse. And um, there's a lot of research that that's going into it. And um, everybody that's pitched in and donated, we, we appreciate it. And, um, Amory, what am I forgetting? Anything you want to add in, in that regard? I would just say, um, first, James, I, my heart goes out to you. I know that it, this is very hard. And we say to people, you know, it's hard. This disease is hard because you lose the person twice, you know, that you lose them when they forget you and then you lose them again when they pass. And that's really, that's so heartbreaking for so many people. Um, and the research is amazing. We do have two FDA approved drugs that slow the progression of the disease down in the very early stages of the disease. So yes, we have money does go to research, but until that day comes, our programs and services teams are here for all of our families that free programs and services, family care consultations, 24 seven helpline. So anything, any family needs, you know, we're there for them. And we, Thank you for choosing us. And um, James, I know it's near to your heart. It's near to mine, of course, as you said. But we thank you guys for all that you've done for us and continue to do. And the game is October 15th, James. So yeah. we'll be there. And I already have, look, I have to show you. Look, this is my who day. It's purple. Nice. It's nice. good. My two loves, purple Alzheimer's and my who day shirt. And we will have our purple elephant there with his who day shirt on as well. So yeah, and excited. The- the walk is Saturday morning, right, Emory? Here in Cincinnati. The walk is yeah. This Saturday, um, we registration opens at eight thirty, and the walk starts at ten. Yeah. So Tony had a great idea. Tony uh, was texting us, uh, so I'm not speaking for Tony. I'm just letting people know. Tony came up with a great idea. If you're not in town and not able to to make the walk here, um, maybe you might be in Arizona. Maybe that Saturday morning you take an hour or two to go go out for a walk to kind of support uh, Alzheimer's Association. So. Uh, we appreciate you being with us again, Marie. It's yeah. uh, you know a couple forty ducks tonight uh, sold, and you know a couple thousand dollars, and every little penny that goes uh, and helps. So we we really appreciate it. Absolutely, I did talk to Tony earlier. Poor guy, sounded terrible, but um, he's going to post pictures. So if you do go out and walk Saturday morning, if you're um, out and about, our um, please make sure you tag us. It's at ALZSINCIN. So please tag us, and it'll go up on our um, Facebook page too. Got it. Well, Jamie is queuing up the ducks. Ooh. Tom has uh, got his announcer voice ready. So and if you're ready, uh, Anne-Marie, we're going to go ahead and give the three, two, one, go, and Jamie will hit the start button. I'm ready, excited. All right, Jamie. Let's go ahead, Tom. Let's Here hear it. Three, two, go. one. They're off past the 275 bridge. The astronaut duck looking pretty good in the beginning, but you don't want to 
I don't want to. Uh, Marie. Yeah, that is Anne Marie's duck. I don't even know it's eligible to win, but it's still looking good, pretty good. Uh, Superman duck looking pretty good, kind of coming back. This could get awkward if uh, number two duck wins like that. Jerry Blackwell is always with the chef duck. Oh, look, the EKG duck's in there. There is an EKG. It's Craig. It's Craig. Uh, kind of losing them there. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Look oh, at my God. Oh, my God. I don't want a drug test. I don't want a drug test. And wait a minute. Here comes Bill yeah. Newman with a with oh, the big no. red duck. That was also Craig Sunday. <laughs> that did look like it. Bill Newman. <laughs> waiting for the charger, and the charger came. Bill Newman, congratulations. Jimmy, you have uh, have his prize right there by you? Yeah, we uh, we got a – Tony got a Joe Burrow uh, signed jersey uh, for the winner uh, for Bill Newman. Congratulations. Uh, and thanks for everybody uh, purchasing a duck uh, in the duck race this week. We had 40 ducks, 2000 bucks there. So 100% of that uh, goes directly to the Alzheimer's Association. That's why we set up the landing page that Anne-Marie set up for us. Uh, so uh, appreciate everybody. That was awesome. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, October 15th, Anne-Marie, you'll be down with your great group of volunteers. Um, Absolutely. Tailgate, so come on down and, and say hey. And we appreciate everything, Anne-Marie. Good luck on the um, walk on Sunday. We'll see you um, in a couple Saturday. of weeks. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, because I have to be watching the game on Sunday, and we're going right. to win this time, right? And That's Jamie, right. I would have donated the the jersey back to the association. I know you would have. I know you would have. I know. And you know what? For that, for that, Anne Marie, my hat's off to you. Oh, please stop! <laughs> <laughs> on that note, can you please take me off of this now? Yeah. <laughs> Anne Marie, we love you. Thank love you. you, guys. Bye. 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 We yeah, do such I'm, a really good I'm really glad I logged on today, guys. Yeah. Just, uh, well, we do such a I good job. I guys in my orange shirt for bullying day or pink shirt hey, day. Hey, at least you had a white jersey on for the whiteout. <laughs> we know somebody that didn't, but that's all right. Anyways. It's a two-minute warning. Arizona. Thanks. Uh, the Cardinals guy on? Troy. Troy. <laughs> Cardinal Troy, Tony's uh, draft partner, uh, Pro Football Ultimate Fan Association draft partner there. Uh, really good dude. We're going to be spending some time with him Friday night, I think. Tony's hooked up a dinner with him or something Friday night. And, and hey, hey, Jimmy, since you neglected Jamie's ending last week, give him two minutes and two seconds tonight. Would you I love please? how I get blamed for stuff James does, Jamie. Just want to let you know that, man. So well, you, were, you were last. Give <laughs> an extra two seconds, Jamie. Go ahead. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, you know, man, I, 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 I go ahead, Jimmy. No, I'll start it off. We'll, we'll okay. finish with you, Jamie. No, uh, so uh, I just want to first. I'll step back and thank everybody uh, who who came to the tailgate Sunday. One of the most fun away tailgates I've ever been part of. Uh, we've had some great ones too, right? The Super Bowl party and and everything. Oh my gosh, Craig's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if, out of sixty five thousand people in the stadium for the White Island, there was one guy wearing a black Chad Johnson jersey. It was Craig Johnson sitting right behind us. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but I do want to thank everybody for showing up, having fun uh, with us Sunday. What an un- amazing turn. We say about, about 2,000 people down there at the tailgate. Uh, Donato's Pizza, 50-plus pizzas they delivered. We had Grater's Ice Cream bring the ice cream truck, de- truck down. Uh, DJ Trub, uh, Cincinnati Music Accelerator, uh, Tony and Carrie with the charity stuff. We had um, – I, mean, I, I, don't, I know I'm missing people. Everything Bagel brought a bunch of stuff down. What a great, great time. And this is by the fans, for the fans. This is a lot of fun. We raised a lot of money for charity that day as well. Uh, we're not a corporate vendor, um, you know, making money off this stuff. This is something we do uh, for you guys and to bring people together pregame. And, and James, what was fun about Sunday is like so many people from out of – I mean, that never got to a Bengals game before. So many people from out of state and out of country still at the Tennessee tailgate. But I want to thank everybody, and we look forward to seeing everybody this week in um, Arizona as well. Thanks, guys. Tom? No, uh, well, you know, and, and on that note, um, the same person that wore a black jersey to the whiteout uh, and nearly passed out in Nashville, if everybody could please just, you know, get their prayers up for him uh, so he can get completely healthy and 
get back to rooting for the Bengals. But yeah, we, we, we hit on a lot of the problems tonight uh, and the problems all over the team, not just at the quarterback spot. Uh, if the quarterback was a hundred percent, it would fix or at least glaze over a lot of the problems, but he is going to be in there Sunday. So we root for anybody that was under center for the Bengals, actually not under center. Who's taking the shotgun snap? Cause I think we've only been under center three times this year, uh, which is another subject makes the play action pass not work as well, but that's another subject. Um, so, you know, I, I think they'll be ready. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, unity in the locker room, which is important. So, and I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll work through it uh, to get back to playing the type of ball that they're capable of. I just hope it's not too late. So, they're not going to fix everything in a week, but they can get out there and beat the Cardinals. So, uh, and, and I, at that, I still don't think that's going to be easy. So, but uh, let's get out there and win for those that are going out. Thank you. Be loud. You were insanely loud the first three minutes of the game and could be heard uh, very clearly in Nashville. Do the same thing out in Phoenix. So good luck. Hydrate and stay cool. James. Appreciate that, Tom. And, and as you said, uh, appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, Nashville was so much fun. But going back to that Nashville tailgate, um, we had friends from um, Germany there that uh, were at the Monday night game and, and stayed over. Uh, the couple from England, um, I think they responded on a couple of the Facebook posts. Um, they stayed. They went to uh, Graceland and in, in, in Memphis and saw a, a tiger Elvis suit. We're going to post a picture of that. Somebody needs to uh, copy that uh, Tiger Elvis suit and uh, do that for Halloween. Very similar to the one Craig did uh, a couple years ago. But um, Nashville was so much fun. Thank you so much to everybody that came and hung out with us, that that pitched in for uh, John Stenger. I know who was watching earlier. Man, he, he stayed after several hours to, uh, to help pick up. And, uh, oh, Brandon literally just mentioned him. Um, appreciate um, – even if James smashed the picnic table fell apart. What the hell is going? What the hell was going on at this tailgate, guys? Well, we had a forklift there that um, I, I think I got certified <laughs> on over the weekend. I don't think I've ever driven a forklift so much, but we had to move picnic tables around, and we ended up using it to remove trash after the tailgate. There was uh, there was a lot going on, but I got digress. Nashville was great. Um, Nashville's always fun, and we appreciate everyone for um, for joining us, and look forward to doing the same thing in in. Um, Arizona this weekend, flooded with messages, whether people are coming from California, local, North Dakota, Colorado, people, um, some of our friends in, in Mexico coming. coming. So look forward to seeing you. Stop on by. I'll post the link again for um, tickets. If you can share it on your social media feed, whether you're coming or not, we would um, appreciate it. And, um, Jamie, you have uh, – we actually you have the 859.59. So where – You know what? I won't even, I won't even, uh, take, I won't even take that much time because I, I did my Burrow rant, and, and, and not surprisingly, it was d- d- divided. I, are you guys Seinfeld fans? Sure. You know what else, Seinfeld fan? Show of hands? <laughs> okay. Do you remember the episode where George Costanza worked for the Yankees and he had a brilliant idea to switch from polyester uniforms to cotton? I learned that tonight, why that was a bad idea. This is polyester. This is cotton. I'm sweating my ass off in this thing. I, I love the hat. Don't get me wrong. Joe Bur- Joe, go Bur- Joe Goodbury, thank you for the hat. We love it. But I couldn't figure out why I was sweating over here while watching the show, and it's the polyester cotton. So Maybe they still learn, learn something new every day, and that's what I learned. segment with Jamie next, time, next week. What's polyester. That? We're going to do a fashion segment with you. What, yeah. the best, all that. Yeah. Anyway, guys, I, I, I look on a serious note. We obviously, the, we all, we may not all agree on the decisions being made or how this team should be ran, but the one thing we all obviously always cheer for on Sunday is a Bengals victory. Never will I ever cheer for the Bengals to lose, even if it becomes a draft thing or. Uh, you know, I, I just you, I can never cheer for my team to lose. Even even when we we uh, the Miami game when all these um, when all these different scenarios were were gonna come up come about for the draft, it was just you can't cheer for your team. <laughs> just, 
<laughs> really? Obviously, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I have no idea where this episode is going. Is this, is this pink <laughs> shirt day? Do you guys have pink shirt day in the States for bullying? No. You don't? I don't know. This is America. You get bullied drive on that. You guys, you're so nice when I'm there. You, you wait till I'm. You wait till I'm. I'm already. I'm already depressed. Do you see where hey, I am? Do you see no, where I was last week? Look where I am now. I got pots and pans behind me for crying. James, out. Tom, at no point now for move forward does Jamie close out the two minute warning. Oh wait gosh. a minute. Switch back. Switch back your pots and pans. Back. Let me see that again. Those are lorries. <laughs> Stole Lori and James Potts and Pants from the condo. Uh, oh, man. man. You I take like the towels, the, too? Augie, I like the patch, dude. Come on. Uh, all right. All right. Thanks, guys. We're going we're gonna to recap this episode in the comments. Jamie's ball-busting episode, week four, season 2023. Well, I mean, we don't have anything else to talk about. Bengals one and three. So, I mean... If they go one and four, I'm not even logging on because you guys are just going to blast me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you in uh, Phoenix this uh, this weekend. And uh, if not in the jungle next week. And, yeah, Jamie, we appreciate you uh, making the blunt of jokes tonight. Yeah, man. See you guys in a few weeks. See you guys. Who day? Who day? Who day?